Welcome to another inspirational message from Gateway Life Church. We're so glad that you've joined us and trust that this podcast will be a blessing to you. And so, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for an all-inclusive move of the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, the needs here are many. They're spiritual, they're emotional, they're physical, they're, they're mental, they're, um, they're relational, uh, they're financial, Lord, whatever the need. I just thank you for your Holy Spirit to descend right now afresh, to move in every heart, to move in every mind, to move in every soul, and to move in every circumstance in Jesus' name. And I too just declare a peace, be still moment. Holy Spirit, I thank you that when we keep our minds and our meditations uh, fixed on you, magnifying the Lord, we thank you that it opens up heaven and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. So I thank you for this moment, for uh, just a move of the Holy Spirit in each one's heart and mind anchoring their soul and strengthening them in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand of thanks and of praise. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you so much. And uh, God bless you. And we have uh, a number of things to get through today. Uh, I'm really, really excited. Uh, In a few moments' time, thank you, Adrian. And thank you to the worship ministry and to production and to our host team. God bless you all. Uh, We have a number of things to get through today. And uh, they all equal great signs of life. Uh, We've also got some water baptisms. We've got nine water baptisms. Wow, isn't that exciting? So good. Woo, that's right. Woo. And uh, so, so far we've got nine, right? But to my left, I have two towels. And I'm going to give a call for anyone else who would like to be water baptized here today. So maybe we might have 10, 11, or maybe even more. I don't know. But we'll just wait and see. And, uh, and of course, we've got a barbecue after service uh, just uh, as an expression of thanks, you know, for all of our team leaders and volunteers. And it's just, uh, you know, open uh, to the church. So today we're concluding our series uh, for the month of November called Thanksgiving. In case you don't know, uh, this is the eighth year in a row that we have looked at this series. And I think that it's a great time of year to look at this particular subject. And I really do pray if you've been sitting here for eight years listening to this year in, year out, that the spirit of Thanksgiving has really gotten a hold of your heart. You know, nothing goes down in the one who offers up Thanksgiving. When Thanksgiving goes up, heaven comes down. And there's something beautiful. There's a beautiful atmosphere around someone who is perpetually thankful. Even when you know that they're going through a hard time, there's just something sweet. There's an atmosphere about someone who just carries an attitude of gratitude. You know, in Psalm 100 verse 4, King David said, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Thanksgiving is so powerful. It's powerful 
because it opens up another realm. But thanksgiving, it's also personal. And I want you to get a hold of that today. It's, it's powerful and it's personal because as you enter that heavenly realm, you go alone. No one else, nothing else can enter that realm with you. And that's great news. I so pray you'll get a hold of this today. In that realm, nothing can hold you back. Nothing can hold you back in a realm of thanksgiving. No prison, no sickness, no pressure, no pain and no shame. No issue can ride on your back into that place because it has to let go of you when you're in the presence of the Lord. Uh, the things of the earth cannot live in the presence of God. That's great news. No one goes into the heavenly realm, the courts of the Most High God. Nothing can ride on your back, piggyback on you. Again, no shame, no pain, nothing in your history can live in the presence of God. That's why you got to be a people of praise. This is another reason why. Uh, David said in Psalm 34 verse 3, he said, Come on now, O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. He says, come on, all of you, magnify God with me because I'm magnifying God and I want to encourage you to do the same. Let us do this together because this is going to work for you. But what do most people do? A lot of people aren't magnifying the Lord and uh, because of all of the, the benefits that we've received, the fact that, you know, he saves our soul, he redeems us from the pit, he crowns us with loving kindness, he renews our youth like the eagles. Most people are magnifying, blowing out of proportion and exalting our problems, pressures, pain, our history. And because of this, they follow us wherever they go because they become tied to us. They follow us into our homes, into our marriages, into our relationship, into the, the workplace, wherever we find ourselves. So when should we exercise Thanksgiving? Is there like a right time and not a right time to exercise the power of Thanksgiving? Number one today three points before I invite those who are being water baptized today to come. When should we exercise thanksgiving? Point number one, you should exercise thanksgiving when you're happy. Come on now, when you're... Actually, Adrian, grab that guitar over there. Thank you so much. Thank you, Adrian. Great job. <laughs> now, the reason why... Don't worry, I don't know what's going to happen next either. Uh, the reason why I've got this guitar out now, I will admit this is a pre-loved guitar. It's not mine. It was donated. It was donated. And <laughs> why am I doing this? So I was going to sing, If you're happy and you know it. If you're happy and you know it. This is the best I got. If you're happy and you know it, I sound like an old country, yeah, to show it. If you're happy and you know it. One more big one. Very good. Set. Very good. This, <laughs> did you shout rock star? You so got that right. Yeah. You got that right. Anyway, um, 
This is a pre-loved donation. And I saw it and I thought, I wonder if there's someone out there, maybe a parent whose child would like to learn the guitar. Is there anyone out there like that who would like to learn the guitar? Yes, yeah, so, you? Would you really? Thank you, Ted. Adam, come on up. Good on you, mate. God bless you, man. Or yours. Be blessed. Yeah. I just knew that I wanted to give it away. So point number one, when you're happy, James chapter 5, verse 13 says, is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Point number two, when should you exercise thanksgiving? When you're not happy. Psalm 42 verse 11 says, Why so downcast, O my soul? This is a soul that's not happy. Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. So we should offer up thanksgiving even when we're not happy, even when not everything is going the way that we would like it to go. In actual fact, that is uh, the real test of where one's heart is at. Because if things are, you know, if we're only coming to church and if we're only giving thanks to God only when we're happy, but then when we're not happy, we're not coming to church, we're not engaging with the, the community of faith, we're not giving thanks to God, it's revealing something about our heart. And let me just say, the praise that costs the most counts the most. The time that we should really press in and offer up thanksgiving to God is when our praise costs the most. Point number three, when should we exercise thanksgiving? Point number three, in everything. In everything. If you're someone who loves God, desires to please God and do the will of God, then one Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 is for you. And it says, this is Gateway Word of the Week. It says, in everything, give thanks. In everything, still be vocal. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And in closing, it's important to remember that our God is a speaking God. God said in Genesis, let there be light and there was light. And the way that we open up the heavenly realm is to first of all open up our hearts, open up our mouths and give thanks and praise to God. And if you want to bless God and if you want to bless people, then sooner or later we're going to have to open up our mouths. And family, I just want to say that our breakthrough, your breakthrough, is on the other side of your thanksgiving. Through your testimony, the spoken word, and through your songs of deliverance and of praise to God. Something happens. I, I pray that, you know, above all else, you remember that Thanksgiving is powerful and Thanksgiving is personal. Nothing, no one can ride on your back when you enter into that realm. It can't live there. It basically says, hey, as you're ascending into the heavenly realm, I have to let go of you now. Where you're going, I am not authorized to be. But as long as you magnify your problems, your earthly issues, your, uh, the, the, the mistakes in your history, then that spirit says, you can count on me to be there. But we don't want him to be there because we're a people of praise. Amen.
Before um, I invite those who are being water baptized uh, today, I just want to talk just a little bit about water baptism. Water baptism was first preached by John the Baptist over 2,000 years ago in Mark chapter 1, verses 4 and 5. It was demonstrated and experienced by Jesus Christ himself through his own baptism in Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 to 17. It was commanded by him in Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20 and was continually practiced by the early church starting in Acts chapter 2. In fact, we never read of an unbaptized Christian anywhere in the book of Acts. Water baptism immediately always followed salvation, and it was never seen as something that needed to be delayed or put off. And all those who responded to baptism did so with simple faith in their heart. When should I be water baptized? Well, water baptism follows conviction of sin, confession and repentance of sin to God, and where one asks God for forgiveness. Uh, And of course, where we acknowledge that Jesus Christ is my Lord, my Savior, my soon coming King, and the lover of my soul. Here's the question that I get asked a lot. Um, The question is, what if... I was baptized as an infant when I was a baby, perhaps in a mainline religious church, which was personally my experience. And so I was baptized as a baby. Um, The thing about that, I was in an unconscious state. I had no idea what was happening. I most likely cried. Um, But it wasn't a personal choice that I made to follow Jesus Christ because water baptism again must follow repentance of sin it can't proceed right baptism water baptism can never proceed repentance from sin uh, now in a in a few moments time I'm going to ask if anyone else has it in their heart to be water baptized today and so perhaps just the the brief teaching that I've brought Uh, If it has stirred something in your heart where you're like, wow, okay, that really meant something to me. And uh, I know that I love Jesus. Uh, I know that I have acknowledged that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. And uh, if faith has risen in your heart to be baptized, then I want to encourage someone right now to come and grab this towel off me and come and take uh, your place here on the platform. Now, do you know that every single time I've done this, right, Uh, And I've done it, I don't know, on how many occasions now. I've only had, I believe, in one particular service, either one or two people respond in that moment. But I can't tell you how many times I've had people come to me after the service and say, Pastor, you were so speaking to me, but for some reason I was just too afraid to come. I want to say to you, if I'm speaking to you and you feel afraid that that is a great confirmation that you are to step into the waters of baptism. Otherwise, word, why would, uh, why would fear come against you? So I just want to give a moment. Thanks, Greg. I just want to give uh, a moment that if somebody has it in their heart to be water baptized, I've got two towels here. I got two towels. I would love the opportunity to shake your hand. I'm not going to delay this. 
All you have to do is have acknowledged Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you've simply got faith in your heart to be baptized. If that's you, just remember, just do this because it's in your heart to do it. It's not in your head. Don't let your head talk you out of this. And you coming, brother? I want to welcome you. Caleb. Caleb Bartholomew. Welcome, bro. Number 10. Is there one more? Will this help? Ole? It's like that won't help at all. Is there someone else? I'm going to count to 10. I'm going to count backwards. I can do that. I did maths in society. You ready? Watch this. Ready? 10, 9. That doesn't make sense, you say. No. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, Billy, yes, that's two, and Monya. Is that right? Did I get that right? <laughs> I guess by the fact <laughs> that you were laughing a great deal, I did not get that right. If you change your mind, come and grab it, okay? If you change your mind. Okay, so... What we're going to do, we are going to hear from each one as to why they are being water baptized today. And uh, I am going to hold the microphone, okay, and just uh, ask each one. So we're going to begin. I'm going to begin with you, Kevin. I'm going to hold the mic. So why don't you please tell everyone why you're being water baptized today? Um, for me, it was like something that I was waiting because... Um, have been watching people doing like water baptism, something like that. And uh, um, I wasn't ready before, but right now I feel like I'm ready to do it. So, yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. So, yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Nice. Okay, so this is the second time I'm being baptized. The first time I was blessed enough to be here. I think it was the last time we did it. Um, so it's in the spirit of, um, what is it, chapter 1 4. Um, Mark, and it's in the spirit of John the Baptist, where it's about repentance of sin and about something greater to come, being um, Jesus. And for myself personally, it speaks like it's not about doing it once and then it's all done. It's about that ongoing journey, transforming the whole time. I'm a very different person to where I was initially. I've cherished the journey ever since. I've never walked away, but it's by no means means it's a flawless journey, and it doesn't mean I haven't. Um, yeah, being unconscious at times and walked away that way. So it's a for me it's a refreshment of that commitment. It's a it's being present here and now, taking advantage of a water baptism too, and just to redevote, recommit from this place. From it's it's never been not a commitment, but it's to further reinforce that and yeah, just to refresh that. So it's a new day. Yeah, new day. Amen. Well said. Eddie. Hey guys, how are you? Um, so, yeah, I, I was I was baptised as a kid, um, and yeah, so I think um, I sort of shared my testimony. Um, I think a few couple of months ago now, and so for me, it's really been a, a really big journey of just um, God's faithfulness and bringing me back slowly but surely, changing my heart, changing my mind, um, 
to where I am today and really me standing here is just more than anything a testimony to God's faithfulness and I just out of love for everything that he's done in my life I'm now at a point where yeah I really want to get baptized thank you Eddie again again yeah amen amen Josiah our youngest uh, baptizee today yeah I'll hold that I want to get baptized today to have a fresh revelation of Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and I want to rededicate my life to Jesus, Amen. my Lord and Savior. Amen. Hey, sister, how are you? Tell us why you're being water baptized today. Um, because I need to be in Jesus. Yes, I need. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Let's give her a hand. Catherine, tell us why you're being water baptised today. Uh, well, I grew up as a Christian um, in a mainstream church and they didn't have water baptism there. Um, and then my first or second service I came here, I saw the water baptism and I felt in my heart that I should do it then, but like you said, I was too nervous, I didn't want to go. <laughs> so I think today is now the right time. And ever since I've been here, the Holy Spirit has been filling me up fully and yeah, it's just been awesome. You've been like uh, just on like uh, encountering one revolution after the next and really growing in yeah, your faith. Yeah, I've grown heaps since being in this church. Yeah, it's, it's just awesome. yeah. You're really shining. Thanks. And there's, there's so much more. I'm very I'm... nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've spoken really well. Give her another hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Catherine. Karen, hello. Just excuse my back there, Catherine. Um, yeah, so I started coming here about six months ago. Um, I became a Christian two years ago, and this is the first opportunity I've had to get water baptised. So I'm really excited and grateful for the opportunity that it's come along today. Um, and yeah, the reason why I'm doing it, I guess, um, like since becoming a Christian, I've changed heaps in ways. I didn't know I needed to change and in ways that I wouldn't have believed I could have changed. Um, and so it's that walk with Jesus that I just want to continue on um, until the end. And this is symbolic and also a public declaration that I'm a daughter of God and a follower of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow. <laughs> That's so well put. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. And uh, this is Frank, and uh, Frank uh, came into, uh, just renewed his faith and came into the life of our church here through our men's ministry uh, on Wednesday nights, and we love our men's ministry here. And uh, just, I just love Frank so much. We love him so much, and uh, he's going to tell us why he's being water baptised. Yes, yeah, partly for repentance and redemption, and also for being water baptised, I'll hopefully be uh, pledging obedience to both God and Lord Jesus simultaneously. Hopefully I'll be able to um, receive a bit more positive influence from them both and in turn that'll make me a better person overall. That's wonderful. That's so well said. And, uh, you know, you've shared, you know, what I, which I'm not going to go into. You've talked to me about, you know, parts of your history and we all have a history but you were also testifying about, you know, what God has done since coming uh, to the church and finding a positive uh, faith community here. How, how has that impacted you? Yeah, quite significantly mm. overall. It's 
helped clear out my head a bit and mm. release uh, negative thoughts in the past and mm. yeah, it has become a bit more positive, I guess, Hopefully. overall, which is better for me and other people, I guess. And we can see it as well. We can see that you're exercising really the power of Thanksgiving. Give our brother a great big hand. I love that. Adam, why don't you come this way? And uh, brother, share with us. Um, yeah. For me, um, I had uh, almost 10 years clean and sober up. Yay. Um, Woo! That's awesome. I love that. Then my wife passed away, mm. and now I'm back to 90 days clean and sober. That's wonderful. So, and, I want to uh, my faith. I know that uh, you, you don't hide the fact that your wife uh, sadly passed away. How long ago was that? Because it wasn't that long um, ago. April 2019. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah. And uh, so we are so happy to have you here with us. We love you, son. And uh, you're about to encounter something really powerful. And you spoke so well. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Yeah, Hello. God bless you, Adam. We love you, man. Thank you so much. Caleb, come over. So something was obviously stirring in your heart today. Yeah. yeah what um, was happening? Well, I, I've had a bit of a strained relationship with God throughout my life. Um, I've gone my own way for a lot of it, and um, I came back to believing in God and Jesus um, a few years ago, and, and it was in my heart to get baptized at the time, but I just never found the right time. And... Yeah, now I, I came here to support Adam and you, you know, held the shell up. <laughs> <yeah>. So Adam. <laughs> you should be so encouraged, bro, because you invited Adam to come and watch you be baptised. Little did you know it was a setup <laughs> by the Holy Spirit. I had it to invite, and um, who knows? Yeah. Come on, mate. They can still come if there's faith in their heart. Exactly That's the only right. qualification we need. God bless you, man. God's already using you. He's going to use you in greater days ahead. Wonderful, Caleb. Thank you. And somebody that we love so much here, Liz Burdak and her husband, David. Yeah. Make me cry. Um, <laughs> which isn't unusual. Um, I didn't know I was gonna do this, obviously. Um, I just, I really, really liked exactly what Josiah said. I just wanna make God my Lord and Saviour. Wow. Wow, that's enough. Amen. Josiah, do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? I do. And that he died for your sins and was resurrected on the third day? And according to your faith, we baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Congratulations, son. God bless you so much. Take your time. So everyone can just begin to line up now. Come on in. The water's perfect. And we just want to pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for all that you've done today. Not just through those who chose to be water baptized, but I just know that you've done something in all of our hearts. And as I just lay hands upon each one, I thank you for Josiah. I thank you for Adam. I thank you for Catherine. 
for Karen, for Caleb, for Kevin, for Eddie, for Eliza, for Ace, for Frank, and for Liz. We thank you for their salvation. We thank you, Lord God, for today, that today is a new day. And we declare that the heavens are open. And there's a great sense, a great affirmation from the Father saying, This is my beloved child in whom I am well pleased. And I thank you, Lord God, that what has been seen is now entered into. The Lord says, I love you. I love you. And I have called you to display the excellencies of my power who have called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. And the Lord says, I've set you aside for a specific purpose. I thank you, Holy Spirit, now that you will empower and resolve that purpose in their heart, at least when it comes to their next step. I thank you, Lord, that you are for them and that you are with them and the congregation. And we give you all the praise. We thank you, dear God. We thank you, dear God, for your blessing and your anointing, for your joy and your peace upon them and the congregation. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Gateway Life Church. For more information, please visit gatewaylifechurch.org.au. God bless and have a great day.